It is Saturday, January 15, 2022, and you are listening to Kate Connections. Coming to you from underneath the hot blanket, I'm your host, Kate. If you're joining me for the first time, welcome to the podcast. You're going to understand the hot blanket reference soon enough. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. This episode is going to be posted late as hell because I just now start recording and looking at my clock, it is exact. Oh, shit. Looking at my clock, it is exactly 11.07, so means after 11. We should I record this from after five, but <sighs> procrastination just take me and then just reach a point where I said, Lord God, I can't bother. I'm not going to do no episode this week. But I made a promise to myself that starting this year, with regards to everything that I set out to do, I'm going to be consistent and I'm going to put in 110% effort. Also, this topic is sensitive, but in my opinion, it's a very important topic. This episode is titled Trigger Warning. And the reason why I call it that is because I'm going to be discussing sexual assault. So yeah, I know it's something that's triggering for a lot of people. So if you think this is going to affect you in any way, feel free to sit this one out. If you're listening and while you're listening at some point, you start to feel triggered, feel free to stop no shame in that you're entitled to your feelings and do what's best for you so i am going to get into it (sighs) oh gosh um so when you hear the term sexual assault what comes to mind For a lot of you, the first thing that came to your mind would be rape, right? You're not wrong, but you're not 100% right. Rape is, in fact, a type or form of sexual assault, but not all sexual assault is rape. How best can I explain this? So rape is often used as a legal definition to specifically include sexual penetration without consent. And I think you'll find that every jurisdiction has their own legal definition of rape. So I, well, I'm a law student and I could sit down and lecture you all day about this, but... What I'm going to do, I found two sexual offenses legislations, pieces of sexual offenses legislation from two Caribbean, Commonwealth Caribbean jurisdictions. I'm going to read both definitions of rape and I want you to think about it. Just think about it. Think about the differences. Um, at the end of the episode, it would actually be nice if well i know not everyone likes reading but it would be nice if you could find the two pieces of legislation that i mentioned read them both you don't have to read them in its entirety or you can just skim read them both and take note of the differences that you might have noticed with regards to punishments wording everything and you can always dm me with your thoughts and opinions 
and if you're listening from anchor it actually has a really cool feature you can voice send me a voice message message with your thoughts so first i'm going to read from the jamaica sexual offenses act and this is how it defines this is how jamaica defines rape so it says a man commits the offense of rape if he has sexual intercourse with a woman without the woman's consent and knowing that the woman does not consent to sexual intercourse or recklessly not caring whether the woman consents or not now i'm going to read from the ghana sexual offenses act and i want you to listen to the difference in wording so this is how ghana defines rape it says a person or the accused commits the offense of rape if the accused engages in sexual penetration with another person the complainant or causes a complainant to engage in sexual penetration with a third person so the difference that's going to slap you right in the face is that the ghana legislation is more gender inclusive in my opinion based on what based on what i've been studying so far ghana does have more progressive sexual offenses legislation in my in my opinion because it's more gender inclusive the jamaica act speaks specifically to men unlawfully or forcefully penetrating women but guyana says a person and you know it's correct rape and sexual assault is not a gender specific offense it can happen to anyone regardless of whether you're a man or woman or whatever your gender identity may be and you know at some point we have to take responsibility a lot of times when men are victims of sexual assault when they speak out about it instead of showing support or taking the necessary legal action our first or more natural response is to ridicule them and or say something like oh you're wimp or oh you're supposed to glad because you get something or oh you make that happen to you and you did like it because you're fish or blah 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 it's a habit we need to break ourselves out of because just just because you're a man it doesn't make you any less of a victim it doesn't negate it doesn't negate i don't even know if negate is the right word i'm not the best i wasn't the best english student it doesn't make your experience any less valid hmm. so what is sexual assault so some forms of sexual assault include attempted rape funding or unwanted sexual touching forcing a victim to perform sexual attacks sexual attacks forcing a victim to perform sexual acts such as oral sex or penetrating the perpetrator's body or the penetration of the victim's body which is also known as rape
if I'm silent, I'm just giving you chances to think and absorb all of this. My apologies. I'm not silent because I'm spacing. I'm just giving you time to think about all of this. So now that I've told you what sexual assault and rape is, I want to talk about sexual grooming. Have you ever like have you ever heard of the term sexual grooming? If you haven't, it's fine. So basically grooming is when someone builds like they build a relationship or try to build trust with a child or someone young. Basically, so they can manipulate them or sexually abuse them. And a lot of children and young people who are groomed, they can also be be trafficked. Thinking about all of this, you know, like I was actually scrolling through Twitter the other day and someone said, Jamaica has a serious pedophilia problem. I mean, I know it's, it's, it's not Jamaica alone, but we do, thinking about it, we do have a serious pedophilia problem. I think, I think it was this week, the story broke in the news about the 15-year-old girl who was shot and killed in bed. They described, the, what I call it, her 25-year-old lover. I realize that a lot, a, mo- a lot of, t- a lot of times, in instances such as this, where we see children or teenagers, teenage girls, involved with much older men, for some reason or the other, we tend to place a lot of the blame on the child. You know, growing up, my parents always used to teach me about bad touch, good touch. They always used to tell me, okay, if this adult makes you feel uncomfortable, let me know. Or if this person comes to you and say, and this person comes to you and tries to do the good touch, bad touch with you, it's a bad thing. Nothing to be ashamed of, but if it happens, you come and tell mommy and daddy right away. So, when I was in high school, a lot of times, because I went to all girls high school, and you know, they love for gossip, and sometimes it can get well vicious. A lot, like, it, 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 I don't know why it was so common, but, well, you know why it's so common, because some, some people just sick. But, there's a lot of times you'll be hearing about girls some in grades below me some of them in grade 11 so you know they're no more than like 16 17 you hear them involved with some older taxi men and a lot of the times you hear the girls oh a big man she wants or the girl a whore or she this or she that and i don't know maybe it's because of how maybe it's because of the talks i used to get growing up i just used to find it so weird it's just like you're casting all this blame on the girl, but not once have I heard anyone say, This man is a pedophile. Why this man a look pan like a pitney? This man needs to be locked up. We like to place a lot of blame on children. And I, I, I think it stems from 
this mindset that a lot of people have like you might not notice if you have it but a lot of people have this mindset where once a girl reached puberty she's a woman actually i was having this discussion with someone so there's a situation in not a situation in saint i think it's saint vincent if i'm wrong vincent people don't kill me but i think it's saint vincent right now two girls are before the court one is 17 the other one is about 12 or 13 they're before the court because i think they must have stab or attack some man and i was reading this story essentially both girls were sexually or rom- i don't even want to say romantically because it's just so fucking i apologize for my language but it's just so fucking gross uh involved sexually involved with this grown-ass man and uh, reading further i think someone had mentioned that he was involved with both of them for like three years prior and um, what that would have make one of them 14 when he just start deal with her and the other one would have been like nine and the whole time i'm reading this story i'm literally just sitting there and i'm wondering okay me kind of think on a wrong fee they put the girl them before the court on criminal charges because them stabbed this man Maybe when you need to go put them in one of them rehabilitate, you know, rehabilitation. Like I don't know, they need counseling and all the help they can get because they're children, and mentally and emotionally, they're not ready for sex. But like I was literally just reading and me say, is it that them now go charge this man for some form of sexual offense or carnal abuse or something because the man was literally. Inter- I don't even want to say sleeping with this man was literally interfering with children. <laughs> Gosh. I, 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 I don't know. How, how did we reach a point where how did we reach a point where we're, we're blaming we're blaming children for becoming victims? Because I mean, I mean, yeah, the age of consent is sixteen, but that's still kind of young. That's still kind of young to be consenting to sex with a grown-ass person. It's, it's most like a lot of persons would like define a pedophile with, as someone who is sexually attracted to persons at least five years younger than five years younger than them that is how a lot of persons would define a pedophile how we reach a point where in situations like these are the the, the, the children are the one who we want to blame you're not putting no former responsibility on the adult who should have known better but you're blaming the children and this next thing that pisses me off all the time I talk to a lot of I've spoken to a lot of young men in the past like my age probably older and a lot of them will say they lose their virginity they lose their virginity at this age like younger than 10 or in high school 
And majority of the time, it's up to some grown ass woman. And you know, like some of them laugh at me when I say this, but I'm like, babes, you, you realize you're a victim. Them I laugh. No, I just say shrimps, blah blah blah, X Y Z. I don't even have the words. I'm just, I can't wrap my brain around it. I literally can't wrap my brain up around it. Like, like so, some, like people, a lot of people think that a, a boy, like a boy, a child engaging in sexual activity with an older woman is some, like some badge of honor. Me not understand it. Like, as I, I'm like, oh, God. I'm, I'm trying so hard not to cuss no more about it. But like, as a bigger man, really and truly as a bigger man, why you look on a little pitney? As a bigger man, why you look on a little pitney? Say, I go lie down with a little pitney. Like, how, f- how, s- <laughs> How sick do you have to be to look at someone who could literally be your child and decide say, okay, I'm going to take advantage of this person because it can't be love. I can't love. I have the advantage of this person. Like, you treat it as if it's some good thing for a little boy I have sex with, some grown-ass woman, and then, because as I say, at that age, you're not mentally or emotionally ready to be having sex. And when they grow up and you realize that, okay, they're destroyed adults, well, destroyed adults, kind of extreme. You realize that they have a lot of psychological issues. They're not necessarily capable of forming healthy relationships or they act out with regards to certain things. And then you're sitting there and you're like, it's on the same people with a big little boy, then if you have sex with some big man, on the sit down there like, Oh, why you so cute? I don't why, why you stay so? Why you react so? <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I, like, as a country, as a region, as people, I feel like we need to look within ourselves. We need to look within ourselves and, like, literally think about what we're tolerating and things we're accepting as norms. This is not normal. This is not healthy. This is... Like, I'm literally trying so hard not to curse. Again, I'm trying so hard not to curse again. Literally trying so hard not to curse again. Like, I want us to reach a point where... We start like we stop seeing the children as the bad guys because we need to stop this thing. Oh, she want a big woman or yes, the boy are done because he's not a big woman. Let kids please. Let kids be kids. Let kids be kids. Jesus. Oh God. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That aside, we also have this problem with victim blaming. We like to blame victims. We like to say things like, oh, she should have never left her yard, or oh, shouldn't, she shouldn't have wear the short dress there, or 
oh he should have known better than for goddess of them or as a knight or oh he should have known better, better than for goddess of by himself he, it's not as if they ask for it to happen people just go about them business or maybe they trust the wrong they trust the wrong person but we have to remember that they're the, the, the victims are not the person the victims are not the ones to be blamed they didn't do anything to anyone something happened to them you don't and you, 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 you don't have a proper understanding of how it might be affecting them or you know a lot of people like to repress things and you don't know how it could affect them in the long run you know everybody have them breaking point like you just don't know um like a lot of us like to say okay we're not doing enough to take rapists off the street or we're not doing enough to make sure that this not happened again to anyone but the fact of the matter is yes there are a lot of persons like look at the statistics there are a lot of persons who have been raped or sexually assaulted but there are also a lot of rapes and other rapes and other sexual assaults that have occurred but a lot of people don't report them because of how we make them feel um i've even heard of instances well i know of a lot of instances sometimes even persons will go to the police station to report and they're just made to feel uncomfortable the whole time you know like they might ask them questions like oh how you reach over this or or what you did i do to make that happen or you're sure you never like it i don't know like if somebody tells you say if somebody tells you that okay this happened to me and i mean just because someone might not look shaken up in the shaken up in that moment doesn't mean it didn't happen because Every, you know, everybody processes things differently. Some persons might just sit down and look calm like nothing wrong, and some persons might be falling apart at the seams. So, just listen where you can listen, be comforting where you can be comforting, but don't, 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 don't be a bully, don't attack them. Don't, don't attack them like you don't know how that person might be feeling and it and as i said when we treat people like this when we blame the victims it's going to be harder to deal with things like this because people are not going to be forthcoming with regards to making reports oh gosh like you know like as as i said this is a really sensitive topic I mean, judging by the, I, I, I apologize for the language I used earlier because, as I said, it's a sensitive topic. Um, it's a triggering topic, and you know, it's something like when I, every time I think about it, it's actually something that gets me really, really pissed off. But you know, the whole aim of this whole discussion was to say that you know, we might not be the ones going out and perpetrating the acts, but we have a role to play with regards to what we tolerate what we might look at and say okay it's not a big deal or what we might go say, say okay she's a person who acts right we have a lot of we we need to accept responsibility with regards to with regards to how we treat victims like we can't a lot of us have a tendency to be 
you know, dismissive or, you know, you know, some, sometimes there's even instances where somebody might say, okay, this happened to me. And you ask them, okay, who did it? And it happens to be someone you know. I mean, you know, as a friend, giving your proximity to the elephant in the room, you have to feel a way about it. But, you know, some, like I've, I've learned in the past, like I learned the hard way. Like, yes, I have a friend or you say a family and you don't want to, you don't want to believe so that they would do that. But oh God, probably one of the hardest things in the world have to be objective. But yeah, I think it's my time for you know sit down and shut the hell up before I go use any more explicit language and somebody go make me a my podcast get shut down. But you know, my my, my final thoughts, you know. Read the legislation if you want to read them, but yeah, take a look within yourself. Think, you know, in the past, if someone has come to me with something like this, how did I react? Did I react in the right way? Could I have been a bit more understanding or a bit more comforting? Could I have been a bit more patient? could I have been a better listener you know sometimes like they don't necessarily want to take it as far as to the corridors you know sometimes some people just live a listening ear um how can I change my attitude towards victims of sexual assault um in the case where you know in the case where you have been assaulted yourself you know Take a look within yourself and you just have to realize say, yo, you're not the person to blame. You're not the one to be blamed. Well, you know, like that I really need to stop next something I need to do. I need to stop using the word victim and call and and you know use the word survivor because you know if you went through something like that, because I mean it can be a traumatic experience. As I say, everything everyone takes things differently. If you went through something traumatic or something that was traumatic to you. And you're still standing, you're not falling apart, you're still managing to cope, you're a survivor, you're not a victim. Something I need to see, I'm something I need to work on personally. Stop referring to persons that have been assaulted as victims, refer to them as survivors. And you know, if you are someone you know has been assaulted, you don't bottle it up, don't keep everything to yourself, even if you don't want to go make an official report find someone that you can talk to someone that will that can provide you the help you need um so yeah i'm going to try someone somebody will listen hold me accountable for this i'm going to try and see if i can find the information for persons who you know do counseling and things like that and see if i can post them somewhere on the inter- instagram page but you know um nice talking to you guys as usual hope you guys have an amazing week i hope you have an amazing rest of the month we're in the middle of january soon done but yeah (sighs) bye guys